gather round, Kidmen leaders, and be encouraged and equipped as you build the kingdom. Now here's your host, Amber Pike. Which is more important to your ministry? The method or the message? I have seen so many ministry leaders make the wrong call in this. Now, what we are doing as children's ministry leaders, as youth ministry leaders, our purpose is to show boys and girls Jesus, to teach them truths from God's word so that they can become true, lifelong disciples of Christ. That is our purpose. That is our messaging. But I'm seeing a lot of times the method is getting in the way. Now, this boils down to fun. Let's face it, it does. Fun is important, and I am absolutely team fun in ministry. I have my own collection of ridiculous hats, such as a pizza hat and a taco hat, and I have taught in lab coats and tutus, and I have been slimed and pied and shaving creamed and all of the things. I want lessons to be fun. I want boys and girls to come into church and have so much fun learning about Jesus. I think fun is good because, I mean, they're kids, right? Kids, teens, they all need fun. They learn through fun. If you were to get into the research, developmental knowledge about kids, I mean, preschoolers, they learn through play. That is how they are wired. So fun super good, super important. I I want to encourage you to play the games, wear the costumes, tell the jokes, do all of those things. But when you begin to make that the emphasis instead of the message, that's when you've got some problems. So what does this danger look like? Well, it starts with when the fun becomes more important. I have seen children in youth ministry where that's, that's it. It's just fun. I've seen um, events being planned that are wildly inappropriate, but with no purpose, just for fun. Now, there are times when things just for fun are, are purposeful, right? Fellowship is important. But when I see a church cancel church services to go and do an activity. I'm like, man, you, you, you have them for that hour. That's your key hour when, when the most kids are coming and they're ready and willing to learn and you're sacrificing that to go do a worldly activity so that you can look relevant. And then I've seen when we were we wa- I walked away from my church this summer. I stepped down after 10 years and a very rough season. And so we then went on a hunt for where our family is supposed to go. Um, for a while, I just went home. I went back to the church that I was born and raised in, the church that I was called into ministry in. And I, that's that's where I wanted to go, right? I wanted to go and sit in a pew between my mom and my dad and let my kids be loved on by people who've known me since before I was born. Uh, but then, after another little rough patch, 
when when I was able to focus on what is my family supposed to do for worship now, because I'm not called to be back in the church at this time. I went on a virtual tour of churches in our our area. And man, I was really saddened. If you live in my area and you are one of these ministers, give me a call. I would love to love to talk to you. But I'm seeing churches post that the whole purpose for their children's ministry is they're going to show your kids a cartoon. Like that's the purpose of, of Sunday morning for you is that you're going to pop in a DVD or, or log on to a channel and these kids are going to sit and have a, have a TV teach them. Now, children love TV. I do too, sure. But is that really what should be happening on a Sunday morning? Is that, that's it. That is the, the reason they think people should come to this children's ministry is because they're popping in a show for them because kids love shows. You're missing the message. You're sacrificing it for the fun. Now, I do absolutely wholeheartedly believe that you can have both the method of fun and the deep message. And this is what I want to encourage you to maybe do a little evaluation of how you're doing ministry. Are you sacrificing the message of Jesus? Are you sacrificing standing on the word? Are you sacrificing depth, apologetics, theology, doctrine, just so you can get in the fun? Personally, I feel if you are running a youth group and your hour-long service only includes 15 or 20 minutes of teaching, you're not doing it well. Yeah, they want to play games, but you know what? Games don't create a strong Christian. And there is a way that you can do that, that you can have the fun while they are still learning. So when I was writing lessons, I got to the point where I wrote every lesson I was using, two lessons a week, because I wasn't loving what was on the market. I want the depth while we have the fun. And you can absolutely do this. One, it falls on you as, as the teacher. Are you a fun teacher? Now, there are degrees of fun with kids, but think about teaching style. Are you an engaging speaker? Are you practicing enough to where you're not boring to listen to? Are you animated? Are you making facial expressions or body language? You know, think about your presentation style. This is, this is step one in, in it being fun because what kid wants to get up there and listen to a teacher talk about the Bible just like this? It sounds so fun, totally want to follow it, right? No. Then when you're focused on, on your teaching style, that you're a good speaker, you're animated, you're enjoying it, your passion for the word is coming out. Think about how can you engage kids in your lesson? This could be object lessons, it could be visuals, it could be them acting it out. Maybe you are going to draw some really horrible stick people and put them on a popsicle stick and act it out and they'll think it's the funniest thing in the world. Then think about what kind of activities can you do. But the activities need to have a purpose. There is no reason for you to be playing games during lesson time 
that are just for the sake of playing a game. If that is your purpose, oof. Now, kids do need to get some wiggles out. I will wholeheartedly agree that they should not sit for an hour straight in the same spot. They're kids. They're not going to respond to that as well. You're going to lose them because their attention span is shorter. But there are ways that you can do this. It could simply be, all right, everybody stand up, 30 second, get your wiggles out, dance party. Do it. Maybe you're going to have them move to different portions of the room or a different classroom. Physically moving their location can help re-engage them in the lesson. But you could also make your games purposeful. I would do so many body-based games in lesson time to engage kids in the lesson. I'm continuing to teach, introduce, or reinforce what we're talking about using games. So for example, Four Corners. Now that might not be the game every child is like, yes, I played Four Corners at church today. It was the best day ever. But it's still a game. They're going to have fun doing it. They're going to move their body. So it's accomplishing multiple purposes. So you can teach, you can introduce, you can reinforce part of the lesson by using Four Corners. You can get really creative with how you're doing things. Maybe if you're talking about the Tower of Babel, you're having them build something out of cups. Or if you're talking about sin and salvation, you can play uh, craters and volcanoes where you're flipping cones up and down. Or you use paper wads and you're trying to get them on your side or on the other side of the room. And you tie it back to how we can't get rid of our sin on our own. There are a million different ways that you can play a game, do an activity that engages the kids in a fun way, but that you're teaching. For some kids, they have one hour, maybe ever, that they are in church. You might have a child for one Sunday of their whole life. Maybe it is one day at VBS. You've got them for three hours, one time, one hour. And you need to ask yourself, did I use my hour well? Was it fun with a purpose? It needs to be. You need to walk away at the end of that hour, at the end of that day, that event, and say, yeah, I taught them Jesus. Not just, yeah, they had fun. They can go anywhere and have fun, right? They can have fun at the park or Chuck E. Cheese, if Chuck E. Cheese is still fun in your area, they can have fun anywhere, but they're not going to learn about Jesus necessarily anywhere. So when they come to your church, when they're doing an event, an activity, a lesson, have you used it to point them to Jesus? Make it fun, go crazy, do, do all of the things that your quirky self likes to do wear the taco hat or the funky ties or whatever. Be animated and big and all of those things are great. If that's not you, that's cool too. But you have to make sure that you're bringing the depth. I call it weak sauce. We don't want no weak sauce in ministry. We don't have time to waste on weak sauce on games for the sake of games, on events that are trying to look more like the world than look like Jesus. Eternity is at stake for these boys and girls. Don't waste your hour. Don't make the method of reaching kids more important than the message, the life-changing, eternity-changing message of Jesus. Make it fun. 
but make a difference for the kingdom. And remember, Kidman leaders, what you do matters. <laughs>